everyone, you're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. Today we hear a special message where Pastor Ed interviews the world-renowned wrestler, The Undertaker. Then we get to hear more from Ed as he equips us each with tools to fight in the ring of life. You can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. From Death Valley, standing 6'10", weighing 330 pounds, The Undertaker! That's not bad. It's okay. I'm with a man that needs no introduction, one of the most popular wrestlers of all time, top two or three. I'm talking about the one and only Mark Calloway, known as The The Undertaker. Undertaker. Mark, great to have you here, man. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. I love the, uh, you know, the the, the Undertaker song. That that makes me just like, oh, get chilled and... Yeah, it's, uh, it has been, I, I don't know that, uh, I can't say that I was smart enough to have the presence of mind to do it. I got the call from Vince. I'm Vince McMahon, and you will treat me with respect. The call was something like this. Uh, the phone rings, I pick yeah. it up. Uh, Hello? Is this The Undertaker? <laughs> Undertaker. Yeah. yeah, this is The Undertaker. Oh, all right then. Hey, can you be up here tomorrow? You know, and next day I was on. And that the plane. was Vince. That was Vince. Called me. He's he he had had this character, which the Gosh. original character was was based on an old western, uh, uh-huh. an old western Undertaker. Wow. At the time, people were so just enthralled with it because mm-hmm. it was so different. Like. Yes. You know, most interview segments or the way that most wrestlers talk, yep. you know, was, you know, well, let me tell you something. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You made a lot of promises to the macho man, didn't you? Who are you? Direct, tell me how to wrestle. What I said, I talked very low. You will rest in peace. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously, you know, there were, it was very menacing words, but you know, when, when someone, if you're in a room or something, and someone starts to talk low, well, yeah. what do you do? You kind of lean forward. That's right. To you know, mm-hmm. so I had their their attention, and in trying to keep the character uh, relevant for this long, um, you know, you you really have to keep your finger on the pulse of things because if you don't, you know, what usually happens is before you realize that you're stale. Your audience wow, is already... That is good. You know, your audience has already moved on. How, how, I mean, how do you do that? Just Because uh, I know we'll have so many people watching they're in business or they're in whatever. I mean, how do you... I mean, what would you say about keeping your finger on the pulse of, of, of things like that? I was never satisfied. Like... I, saw, I like it. You know, I was like, okay, we're here. Okay. And we're getting a great reaction. But what, what's next? What, uh-huh. You know, I'm, I'm always looking down the road like... Okay, um, I, I need something. I need so, I need to bring something new to the table, yes. but I got to be true mm-hmm. to you know what my fan base and what my audience mm-hmm. you know they've accepted, and this is what they want. But you also have to keep it. You know, you have to figure out ways to keep it fresh. Yes. You know, so you're watching what everybody else is doing, and you're trying not to fall in because that happens so often in our business. Somebody. Um, 
you know, somebody will hit, you know, okay. hit something and then like everybody's trying to do the same That's thing. That's a great word. It, yes. You know, and That's I, so smart. Well, <laughs> that is smart to, yeah. It's just, I mean, the business, and, and it, is a, it is a business, and there's so many guys that are there and are hungry and are trying to climb up that ladder, mm -hmm. you know? I like, too, um, the character Undertaker because it's, it's all that energy and strength that, that's kind of contained, but you let it out it's at first. the right time. It's first. first. Yep. It's not, about, it's not about the moves. It really isn't. Okay. It, it, it's... It's being able to, to evoke emotion in one facet or another. Uh -huh. I, you have to either make people love you, or you have to make them hate you. And it doesn't matter really which one, it, yes. but if you can't bring that emotion out of your audience, you're not gonna have them for long. And a lot of times what happens with these uh -huh. young guys is, they're so athletic, they're so gifted, like, well, you know, they'll do some kind of double crazy backflip off mm -hmm. the top rope, land on somebody on the floor. You can only see that so many times before you're like, mm -hmm. I've seen that, Right. I need something new. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's a double backflip, you know, full yeah. gainer onto somebody. Oh, yeah. Now, how do I up that? Mm -hmm. And that's the position they sometimes back themselves into. I mean, that, that, it's just, it's complex. You know, we get a lot of people from different sports. They, they look out of place because what they're doing, they're trying to emulate or be like a wrestler they've watched on TV yeah. instead of being the wrestler that's on TV. Tell me about, um, tell me about your, your um, life of faith. How did you become like a Christ follower. Tell me, just tell me a little bit about that. I always believed in God. I just didn't really understand yep. what it was having a relationship yes. with God. Yes. And I have to give a lot of credit to my wife. Um, That's great. Uh, great story. Yeah, she, she, I mean, she. See, this Florida really, State girls. There well, you go, that, that, see? Well, that, that I married one, one too. That, I married one too. Her whole family oh. is Florida State. I mean, yes. her mom, her dad. It just, it gets, yeah. But uh, um, very, very strong in her faith. Yeah. And, it's a Christian uh, school. And um, anyway, she would like, you just, just come with me. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, I'm telling you, I mean, I walk through those doors, you know, the, the yeah. roof's going to start shaking and, you know, and I was like, I, I, I look, I, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I'm, I'm good with yeah. God. I believe in, you know, yeah. no, it's Mark. There's so much more to it than that. So I said, okay. I said, I'm, I'm going to go, but if lightning bolts start flying, you know, <laughs> uh -huh. don't, don't, don't blame me, yeah. you know. And, um, and, and, and that, that, that's how it started. She, that was very important to her. Um, that That's I have great, a relationship, yes. you know, with, with, with Christ and, yes. and to really understand what that means. Yes. So once again, God working in his, and you know, in, in the yeah. ways that he does, put us here at Lake Hills Church. That's and great. It was, you know. Mark, that's a great story. Man. It, it, it really was. I, I, I sat down and it was like, it was like we were having a conversation. Yes. With, you know, 3,000 people, 3,000 people. Were, it, it felt like an intimate conversation. It was the, it was, the perfect place at the perfect time yes. for me. God definitely used so many great things to bring you guys together. That's yeah. awesome. No, it really is. Mark, how, how many, tell me some quick injuries you've had over the years. Okay, let's see. Both eye sockets have been crushed. 
Um, Your eye sockets? Yeah. Both. Uh, At called, one time? No, they were separate. They were years apart. <laughs> I've had probably, I'm, I'm guessing we're closing in on 20 different orthopedic type surgeries from just wrestling related injuries. Both hips have been, uh, had, a, had a form of hip replacements, torn biceps, torn pecs, torn triceps, bone spurs, training. You know you're match. on a level that very few people have ever thought about being on. I just think I'm, a, I'm probably a little tougher than I am smart. <laughs> yes. I've seen you a lot of times. You Yeah, so that's a choke slam. So how do you, you really want to know how I get people up? How? Yeah, no, you don't have to do it. No, 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 okay, because yeah, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> Whoa. No, 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 because sometimes, because, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I grab a handful, and, and if, you don't, if you don't go up, if you don't jump, you're going to get, yeah, you know, you're going to get a little wedge there. <laughs> the oldest trick in the book. Who's the biggest guy you've ever, I mean, when you're at your, when this was fixed and everything, how, how, how like, how, how big are we talking about? How much um, do guys weigh? Uh, you see, Yoko, two, two. four. I got a four. It wasn't real high, but I did a 400 pounder. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like. It wasn't high, though. It wasn't high. I mean, but it, I don't it care. Look, I love, like, you get somebody like, you know, you get somebody like a Ray Mysterio, some of the yeah. little guys, man. Those you are just, awesome. Then you could just walk around. <laughs> you know? The Undertaker. Oh! Mark. Thank you My pleasure. so much for giving us the time. The Undertaker, Mark Calloway. This guy's the real deal. Great guy. Loves the Lord. I mean, just down to earth. But we're talking The Undertaker. What's your biggest problem? Let me start off by asking you that probing question. What? is the biggest issue that you deal with. Oh, Ed, I know what that is. That's my temper. I look back in the rearview mirror of my life and a bunch of collateral damage. I mean, I always just kind of fight my temper. Others would say, well, it's gossip. I just love to talk about people and I find myself tearing people down in order to build myself up. I think if I am critical, then it'll make me look like, oh, I'm the man, or I'm the girl. I, I've got to say, Ed, that's a wrestling match I deal with. Others would say, well, it's lust. I can't get those images out of my mind, those illicit Bodies just in my, in my brain. I, I can't deal with it. I tried, but I just have had a tough time. All right, let me suggest this. And this is going to seem outlandish, paradoxical, crazy. I'm going to suggest to you that your biggest problem is not your biggest problem. Huh. I'm going to say, whether it's a substance issue, 
a relational issue, a character problem, I'm going to tell you, as God showed me this week as I was preparing, that that's not my biggest problem. What I think about someone or what that person did to me or that situation, that's not my biggest problem. My biggest problem is something else. So my biggest problem is not my biggest problem. My biggest problem is something that might surprise you. And when you think about your biggest problem, I think during the next several minutes, it might surprise you as well. I've been talking about the character Jacob in the Bible. Jacob was an Old Testament character, and this guy was quite a character. The name Jacob means liar. Now, can you believe his mom would name him that? Hey, liar. So Jacob, the Bible says, was left. See the red? That means we read it. Jacob was left what? Alone. By himself. And a man wrestled with him till daybreak. Verse 25. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, here's what he did. I mean, this guy was just playing with him, man. He just touched, touched his hip socket. So his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. That's crazy. I mean, this is a real wrestling match. Jacob wrestling with Jesus, and he's starting to figure out, wow, this is uh, not some normal guy. He just touched him. Oh, man. Busted. Just totally broke up his hip. And then we're going to find out after he was broken, then he blessed him. We have a scriptural principle here. So often, God does not bless us until, first of all, he breaks us. God does not bless us until he breaks us. And breaking, breaking ain't fun, man. Jacob is finding out, isn't he, that his problem was not his problem. His issue was not his issue. It wasn't his dad. It wasn't because his nursery was painted the wrong color. No, no, no. It wasn't Esau. It wasn't the baby mamas. It wasn't his wives. It wasn't his loving kids. It wasn't his wheels-off father-in-law. It wasn't his wealth. Jacob's problem was Jacob. And my problem is me. Because when I get to the end of myself through isolation, and God will allow it, and desperation, I have a choice either to turn to God or not. And God will allow us to have one shoulder on the mat, yet we have a choice to put the other shoulder down, and God will one, two, three. This is a battle with God we have to lose. I don't want to win this one. And this is WWE wrestling with eternity. I want you to notice though, God is the one who initiated this wrestling match. It wasn't Jacob. 
It was God. So Jacob wasn't wrestling God to see what he could get out of God. God was wrestling Jacob to see what he could get out of Jacob. What did he want? He wanted a relationship. Are you hearing me? We go, God, I'll take the blessings. Yeah, the relationship, whatever. I want the blessings. But, but, but again, we find God is giving him not what he wants, but what he needs. I look back and I'm like, God, thank you for giving me what I need because I've wanted so many things and I can tell you if I'd have gone down those paths, it would not have been a pretty path. Then the man said, verse 26, this is, this is, this is Jesus. Let me go. It's daybreak. <laughs> but Jacob replied, I'm not going to let you go unless you bless me. Isn't that cool? Now that, that's, a, that's getting a little bit different, but God wants to see us with great tenacity, with great passion. And I got to, I mean, I can't throw any shade on Jacob because Jacob is, I mean, his, his, his hip is totally jacked up. He, he's messed up, man. He, he's isolated. And, and now he's in a desperate situation and he's grasping on to the man. Again, grasping. Now he's grasping in the, in the right way. Bless me. I mean, he's tenacious. The man asked him, you go, what's your name? Say that. What's your name? That's a weird thing to ask someone in the middle of a wrestling match. What's your name? Why are they asking that? I mean, this is God talking. Did God have a senior moment in his omniscience? Heck to the no. He knew Jacob better than he knew himself. Why did he ask for this identity? Because when Jacob said, I'm Jacob, he was saying, I'm a sinner. I'm a manipulator. I'm a cheater. I'm a grabber. What's your name? I mean, what's your name? Greedy? What's your name? Lustful? What's your name? Manipulator? Just tell God, I'm Jacob. Because I have Jacob in me and so do you. And God's waiting for us to identify that. Because whenever we fight and wrestle with ourselves, we have to negotiate the sin nature and it takes us to some dark places, places of isolation and desperation. One shoulder's on the canvas. Will you put the other shoulder down? God's not gonna pin you until we say, God, I surrender. One, two, three. And then the man changes Jacob's name. No longer are you going to be called Jacob. Now you're called Israel. Isra in the Hebrew means warrior. El, God. Warrior of God. Someone who struggles with God. So, so, so the man was being really sly here. He was like, do you want to know who I am? <laughs> Just look at your new name. That's who I am. Because, because, You've struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. So, so who's behind this? You think it's a man. No, it's the hand of God. And then Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask me my name? Then he blessed him there. This is the man. 
So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, it's because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. Then the sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. God did this, and now he's facing Esau. He can't run anymore. He has to be totally dependent on God. Okay, we have three minutes and 22 seconds, and here are four principles. I want you to write these down. Four deliverables from this series, The Wrestler, from the life of Jacob. Number one, oftentimes, God is our blessed opponent. Now, some of you are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ed, what? No, no, listen to me. Our blessed opponent. Because when I'm in the flesh, and you read about the power of the flesh in the Bible, that's my natural desire away from God. When I'm in the flesh, I am opposed to God. And God loves me so much. He loves you so much. He'll create situations and sometimes oppose us to get us in the right position. So you might be, again, against the ropes. You might be on the canvas. Surrender to God. But God, so often, is our blessed opponent. Number two, wrestling can and will change your identity. It'll change your identity. We carry IDs around with us everywhere, don't we? Go to the airport, take some money out of the bank, do anything, ID, ID, ID. Go to a club, ID, ID, ID. It's all about the ID. It matches you with, you know, this information, your, your ID. And there's squillions of dollars spent on identity theft. And identity theft really was thought up by the enemy himself. Don't allow him to steal your identity. Realize who you are because God wants to give you and me a new name, and that is Christian. They were called Christians, Christians. I mean, that, that, that name, that label was stamped on the first followers of Jesus. Number three, wrestling focuses us to put our faith on him. It, it forces focus on God. I mean, if Jacob didn't have this situation, he wouldn't have really been, boom, focused in. Number four, wrestling with God brings reconciliation. He was reconciled to God, and check this out, restoration. What happened? He met Esau, and they had a bro hug. And then everything was cool between them. Is that, is, that, is that amazing? Jacob, totally dependent on God, limping, sees his bro. Boom, boom, boom. Bro hug. I love it. I love it. Thank you. I work for a good company up here. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you for that love. I want you to read with me one last verse and then we'll cruise. This is Hebrews. Now jump over to the New Testament. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshiped as he what? Leaned. On top of his staff. I wonder why he was leaning. 
that reminder of brokenness, that reminder, man, I've got to be broken until I'm blessed. This is all possible, everything I'm talking about, because Jesus wrestled with sin righteously, perfectly. He died on a cross. People thought he was done. One, two, three, it's over. He's just another man with a messianic complex who walked across the stage of life. But no, stayed in the grave for three days. One, two, three, and he rose again. And because he lives, we too shall live and prevail with him. It's the WWE. We're wrestling with eternity. Would you pray with me? As our heads are bowed and eyes are closed here, even if you're watching online, just, just bow your head for a second. I want to give you an opportunity to put the other shoulder down and give your life to Christ. You might be saying, Dad, you have no idea what I'm wrestling with. You know what? I don't. God does. He knows you better than you know yourself, and He's created this situation for you to put the other shoulder down. How do I do it? Well, by praying this prayer with me. Just say, God, just say to yourself, God, I admit to you who I am. I'm Jacob. I mean, I've sinned. I've messed up. I, I turn from my sins, and I believe, God, you sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins, to rise again. And right now, at this point, at this moment in time, I put the other shoulder down. God, I surrender to you. I ask you to infiltrate my life. I open the lid of my life up and ask you to power wash me with your forgiveness and grace and mercy. I give my life to you. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.